Welcome to the Bird's Eye View podcast. I'm Jeff McLean of the Philadelphia Inquirer, here along with Zach Berman, also of the Philadelphia Inquirer. And we are in Cleveland, where the Eagles just lost a memory maker to the Browns, 5 to nothing. Is this your first 5 nothing football game you cover? Uh, I don't know. Maybe in high school, they okay, covered one point. of those. Um, I've, got, I've covered a 5 nothing baseball game before, never a 5 nothing football game. Yeah. Um, I mean, it'll be remembered because it was so pathetic, uh, certainly the way the Eagles offense had played. But again, yeah, you got to always throw that caveat out there. It's the preseason. I mean, it, and they're missing half their starters, basically. Right. Five so, starters, so a little less than half. So it's hard to put too much weight upon this loss. I hate doing that, but we're here. We have to talk about it. And you know what? Sometimes certain things carry over into the into the season. And it might not matter at the quarterback position if Carson Wentz is ready, but if he's not ready and Nick Foles has to start, you got to wonder how, how where Nick yeah. is heading into the into the regular season. Yeah, so we've seen this before. It's something you wrote last week in, in your What We Learned, which you will have up on Friday from this game. Uh, but with Nick Foles, there's times when he looks like the Super Bowl MVP, and there's times when he, he looks like, how can this guy be a starting quarterback in the league? It's been the story of his career, yeah, the, the variance between the outstanding and the ugly. Uh, tonight was ugly. Last week was ugly. And if he starts in on week one, he might look outstanding. Um, it's, it's just the way Foles is. I wouldn't be overly concerned. I, I have said throughout the preseason or throughout the offseason, I should say, that he was never going to be you know, that, the Super Bowl MVP every time he's out there. That's yeah. just not his game. But uh, I, I, I wouldn't throw up big cause for concern based on what we've seen in the preseason. Right. I mean, he's throwing to guys that maybe he hasn't thrown in much over his career. You have Shelton Gibson starting. You have DeAndre Carter. Yeah, first team offense. As your first team slot. You have Wendell Smallwood as your starting running back. And you have Big V as your starting left tackle. So it has to be taken with a heavy dose of salt. and More than a grain. A whole dose. A whole dose of it. And um, I don't want to place too much stock in it. I'm honestly, I'm not worried about Nick. Actually, I think he'll be fine once the game, once the game come around. I mean, like, I don't think he's. Gonna, I don't even think he's gonna be out there when the game comes. Well, that's 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 fair that's, too. We've discussed that once or twice this offseason. Yeah, we're, we're, we'll talk about Carson yeah. next week when we find out a little more about where he stands. But right now, we're just gonna stick it to the game. Stick to the game. And you know, I thought Nick had some good throws. He had a really nice 29 yard rope to DeAndre Carter. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll talk about him a little bit later. I actually thought the throw on the safety was a nice throw when he got back. Oh, up that was that was Carson Wentz like. Yeah, but it didn't count. It didn't count because he yeah his knee was down. Well, yeah, um, he, he got yeah he got it. But he, I mean, like okay, he's getting hit. He's getting rattled. I mean, how much is that affecting how he performs too? I mean, Big V was getting roasted uh, sure. by Miles Garrett. Big V started in the Super Bowl, you know. But like this, I thought Doug had an interesting quote this week when he was talking about Vitae, where he said, you know, this is not the Big V we know. Or that were that we've seen something of that nature, uh, and it's clearly this looks more like the 2016 version than the 2017 version. And, and if you recall, though, when they first when he first went in there for Peters last season, I mean there were some struggles. I thought and, Carolina when he went in for Lane Johnson, that was a tough start. Well, yeah, yeah, right, too. yeah, for Lane Jan- excuse me, for Lane Johnson. And what they did over the course of the season, you saw this. I mean, they they gave him a fair amount of help. Mm-hmm. They shaded protection. Uh, away from him, uh, they did various things to help him out, and that was over the course of several weeks. 
And so by the time he was playing in the postseason, he was pretty good. Yeah. And in fact, he was he was great against Everson Griffin and the Vikings in the NFC Championship. So I think for for Big V, that's he needed time to get to that point last year. We're still early here in the offseason. Maybe if he gave him a little more time, um, maybe he'd be a little bit better. Now, the reason why it's an issue, look, uh, same thing. Jason Peters is going to be out there in week one. Mm-hmm. We don't know about Carson Wentz, but Jason Peters will be out there in week one. So right now it's not a huge issue, but a lot of people don't think Jason Peters is going to be able to play all 16 games. So all of a sudden Big V becomes sure. something that you have to be concerned about. Where's your – Let's let, we should have done this at the beginning – one to ten. Where's your uh, worry meter at with Big V? With Big V, I'd say six. I wouldn't go overboard because again, he started in the Super Bowl. Okay, he started in the NFC Championship game. He's. I'd be more concerned about the, the lack of skill position players right now. I think that's hurting them more than the offensive line. Okay, jump back real quick. Worry meter on Nick Foles. Oh, uh, four. Right, um, because you, I've seen this before. Right, you know, you know, I, I, we've been. At post games before, where Nick's played worse than he did tonight. Right, I'll go like three with yeah. Nick, and I'll go. I think you're about right with Big V. I go with uh, number six. You know, on the offensive side, there were some positives. I, I thought I thought Wendell Smallwood ran pretty well. Yeah, back to back 14 yard runs there on the. Does he does he win that uh, four spot? Maybe by default, Josh Adams uh, four carries, 33 yeah, yards. Yeah, numbers were there. I I, I had the caveat that I, I need to go back and watch the game. Me too. I was writing in the second half. Uh, we have a newspaper that will be on doorsteps <laughs> uh, as, as you listen to this. But, uh, yeah, so I thought Josh Adams, because he's younger, more years left on his contract, would if he played well, he'd be the fourth running back. They already know what Smallwood is. Um, that being said, they could keep five running backs like they did last year if they're only going to keep five receivers. And I, I might be jumping the gun because I know you wanted to talk about DeAndre Carter. I just don't know if they have five, if they have six receivers to keep. Do you make anything of Smallwood being the first guy out there, or is just you know experience been there before? Yeah. Okay. Do you make anything of Josh Adams not really getting any first team reps? I mean, I, do, I don't. Okay. Um, no, because he has. I, I mean, he didn't return to practice until the last day this week. I, he hasn't taken first team reps this summer. Yeah. Uh, Wendell Smallwood has. I think it, I'd it'd be saying more of something if Adams was getting snaps over Smallwood. Here's the thing with Smallwood, he can run the ball. He's a good running back. He runs hard. I think he knows where to go. His issues are he puts the ball on the ground too much, and he gets hurt too much. Yeah. And he's got a little bit of – it's not an attitude issue. It's just um, how to be a pro issue. I just think we know what he is. You know, I think he's replaced – Well, but that's, that, replacement but that's what player. I'm saying. That's why it, <laughs> uh, it's the fourth guy. It's the fourth guy. So is your fourth guy going to be a guy on, in his third year who – you know, is what he is at this point, or would you rather an undrafted rookie who's on you know a three-year contract uh, will be a restricted free agent after that, and and just you can develop him. Like okay, but let's say JHI gets hurt. Is Corey Clement a, uh, like a lead back? I mean, more so than Smallwood, I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you're okay. I, you're I go okay Clement and Sproles. I go Clement and Sproles. In that okay. Case. All right. That's uh, now. I'm not objecting to keeping Smallwood, but I'm talking. I'm I'm just saying. If you're talking about your fourth running back, unless Smallwood has a really important role in special teams, um, I'm going for the guy who I'm developing more than the guy I know what he is. Okay. Uh, let's, then let's look at receiver then because DeAndre Carter had a nice game, and clearly Eagles want to give him an audition mm-hmm. with some players. I mean, 
he ran with the first team. Obviously, a lot of that has to do with the fact that there's a bunch of wide receivers that are hurt or out for various reasons. I think he's got a chance to make the roster. Now, maybe if Matt Collins, something's wrong with him and they got to start the season with him. Uh, well, actually, I don't, they can't start it on anything, but... Uh, Matt Collins, no. He's either injured they can put him on IR. Short-term, short-term might, but not going to waste that on him. Yeah. But, um, does that, do, yeah, like you're saying, do you take like three running backs and DeAndre Carter? I mean, my thing with DeAndre Carter is, again, I don't want to make too much of the preseason. We do this every single year, or some people do this every year. Yeah. And, you know, you have the Henry... Um, Henry Josie. Henry Josie's. You have the... There have been other receivers that have had good... Um, other running backs and other receivers that have had good preseason. Then when it comes to cut-down day... Everyone's alarmed that they didn't make the team. DeAndre Carter's five foot eight. Yeah, and upside matters to me. I don't know how much upside he has. Right. So like when I'm, it's the same conversation that we had last year with Shelton Gibson on the opposite side of this, where Gibson had a bad preseason, and it's like, can they carry this guy on the team? And the answer was, if you think he's going to develop into something, then absolutely. And his draft pick. Yeah. So DeAndre Carter, is he ever going to be? a top four receiver for you. I don't know if he'll ever be a top four receiver. And can he play special teams? Beyond, I mean, maybe yeah. a return guy, but they have return guys. Yeah, so he profiles to me more as like a practice squad type Yeah. Um, than as, as someone I'm going to have. On I will give him credit, though. He's he, playing. He's got some pop. He's playing. And you know what? It was like that in training camp from the get-go. Yeah. He was, I, I said all along, I said, I like that guy. I like yeah. that guy. I said it's just it's just hard to get over the, the height thing, and it's just to me it's it's just upside. I mean I mean I mean how do you project the player? Um, I like what I see. He he runs good routes. He's catching the ball. He's doing the things you want. And if they were going to keep six receivers, I say he's earned the he's earned the right to be the sixth receiver. What I'm saying is I wouldn't keep six receivers right now. Yeah, the Eagles had a few injuries on the offensive line. Jason Kelsey left with apparent looked like a back thing. I don't know. A couple. I didn't talk to him. Did you talk to him? I, I didn't get to talk. I to think him Les Bowen talked to him. Uh, he came back and returned. So Doug said he's going to be fine. Doug hadn't met with the trainers okay, yet. Good. Afterwards, he said he'll let us know this week. But Doug really didn't seem concerned. Okay, about him. and he came back. Big V got hurt and came back. So it doesn't seem like that's a huge concern. I mean, overall, the Eagles didn't have, again didn't have any significant injuries that we know of yeah. at this point. Uh, so that you know, bottom line, that is um, a win for the Eagles. And, and by the way, for all those fans who might be down on Isaac Siamalu, I understand it. He played four but spots. This is why he's going to be on the team. He's versatile, um, yeah. Yeah, he's he played center, left guard, left tackle, tight end. Uh, on game days, you're going to have players come off the field for a series, a few plays, maybe the rest of the game. Yeah. You want someone with that versatility. He has that versatility. Yeah, and you know what? And, and just real quick, you know, I, you know, you guys know I've been pumping up Matt Pryor, but, you know, he's having rookie uh, learning curve right yeah. here now. And that, But the, my point is that's why he won't be – Sure. He'll be a project guy that won't be – that you know, that won't be active on Sundays, and that's fine. I mean, you have Sayomalo who can play a and variety of roles. Yeah, and you have Vitae who can play left and right side. Absolutely, they'll be your two guys. Uh, on the defensive side of the ball, much better. The Eagles uh, played well. Now, again, they have most of their starters. Uh, most of them are healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, is anyone missing health-wise? Brandon Graham. Tim Jernigan. And Tim Jernigan. So you have nine of your 11 starters, but you can't – I don't know if you can count Tim Jernigan there. Because, yeah, Nana maybe the starter. Yeah, or, or Destiny Vaya. Or Destiny Vaya. Destiny's been the Vi- he's been the starter all summer. Right, but uh, but you have your starting secondary, yeah. and it looks like the starting secondary, the the fifth piece there is going to be Sidney Jones. He 
He started in the slot. In the slot. Started at the slot. Took every rep there. Mm-hmm. Now, Jim Schwartz had said last Monday or earlier this week on Monday that today would go a long way and saying he was going to win that spot. I think he was just kind of you know keeping the competition open. I think they wanted to push Sydney. I, now, again, I, I think that Avante Maddox certainly earned the, the right tonight, to yeah. be in the conversation. He also had a missed tackle on his, yeah. one of his first plays. Um, but – I think Sydney's going to be the guy. And it should. We've said all along, put your three best guys on the field. Yeah. Well, I mean, Avante Max may be better in that role than, than Sydney, but I don't think he is. Yeah. Uh, but I think he's, uh, he's done enough to be, again, in the competition, be mentioned in the competition. But I think, I think what tonight made very clear is that Sydney's going to be the guy out there at slot. I How about just the way? He, yeah, I agree. And with he played you. well. Yeah. And, and I thought the defense, I know it's the Cleveland Browns, but they, they, played, they played well tonight. I mean, and Jim Schwartz was, 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 was dialing it up tonight. Yeah. Uh, you hold a team to five points or, or to three points, really, because really, yeah. the, safety. You know, the safety doesn't count for the defense. You hold a team to three points, that says something to me. Uh, so, and, you know, they, they had a fourth and one, or they had four plays at the one-yard line here. First and first and Yeah, first uh, and goal at the one, and, and they did well. Now Cleveland called three passing plays. Four passing plays. Four passing plays. Um, what the heck? But, uh, the Browns. Yeah, but I, I thought the defense looked good. Yeah, I mean, they had, a, they, on that drive, they had some, they had a trap play, trap run play. They had a, a misdirection, I think two misdirection throws. Now you're taking advantage of the Eagles' aggressiveness there. I don't think that's a huge, a huge thing, to be frank. Um, that's the way the Eagles play, and they can clean that stuff up yeah. once the once the regular season starts. But they are going to miss Nigel Brown in Week One. When you watch, I mean, Nigel is so important to this defense. He, but he may he's the one who actually got caught on the trap and he got caught on the misdirection. But you're right, Nigel is Nigel is a linchpin um, on the defense. Certainly, uh, I thought the defensive front. Fletcher Cox had a number of, of really good plays. He's he, Fletcher Cox. He left, he left briefly, too, yeah, and returned. Fine, yeah. But he's, yeah, I mean, yeah, you can't block Fletcher Cox. There's not a guard in this league, interior lineman in this league, that can block Fletcher Cox one-on-one. Yeah. Um, there isn't. So, I mean, they're, they're good. I mean, the defense is going to be good. This is the Browns. That's the important caveat. Uh, last week, they weren't as good against Tom Brady and the Patriots, so you have to take that into account. But I think the defense is ready. You feel pretty solid about them going into the regular season. I agree with you there. I think the defense is going to be better than last year, and they were real good last year. We've said all along um, the defense has been now playing the offense all summer. Uh, the secondary is really good. Um, I don't know the last time I've said that going into a year. I, I This is my seventh year on the beat. I don't know if I've ever said the secondary is really good. Um, but there's not really a hole in that secondary. Uh, and then the pass rush is good too. Um, so they're good on the front end. They're good on the back end. They have questions at – Linebacker and questions on defensive tackle depth, but I think they and, take and slot. It. I mean, I think Sydney's going to have his. Yeah, but Sydney's a player. Like Sydney's a. Like, yeah, he's, but he's going to have his mistakes. I mean, but the sure. thing is, they got enough guys around him to kind of cover him and yeah. help him out. I think he's going to have plays where he's going to um, he's going to look bad, like he did last week against the Patriots. Open field tackle, yeah. terribly missed. But you're going to have he's going to make plays. I thought he had nice job biting up Jarvis Landry uh, on a corner fade in the end zone. He had another tackle down here. Um, he knows how to play, and he's got the physical attributes to play that position. Anything else stand out for you? Second, third team. Uh, we, both, both of us didn't really watch yeah. much of the second half. And I mean, Nate Sudfeld kind of maybe took a little step back, I guess. Um, well, he, he made a few throws, though, that stand out. He That's did. the thing about Sudfeld is, is yeah, he, he makes some good throws. I don't have the final stats here. Hold on. Keep talking. Uh, I think he was 11 of 21, maybe. I, 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 I yeah, I mean, he's throwing to a lot of slop out um, there. 
But uh, no, you know, I, I think we'll really see those down the depth chart players next week. You're going to see Sudfeld. You're I right. Think, I think you'll see Hackenberg. Sudfeld, 11 of 21 for 72 yards. Yeah. Um, now, Doug won no the, in the second half. It's interesting, too, in that it's two games in a row now, really, where where Doug's not um, going to those other guys. You know, he wants to see a lot of Sudfeld. Um, Sudfeld has – he entered this, this, this week leading the NFL preseason in yards and touchdowns. Um, he's up there in attempts. Uh, they're really playing him. This has been the summer of Sudfeld. Uh, next week's game, you asked about those, you know, those second and third team players. That's where we're, we're going to see a lot of them. Uh, real quick, Doug Peterson. Sexy, I, sexy I, game. I asked Doug tonight if he was going to, if he thought about putting his starters on the field for the third quarter. He said briefly thought about it, but wanted to see Sudfeld and second team guys. He was also asked by another reporter if he would play the starters next week or if there's any consideration to it. He said, no, that's not going to happen. So this is the last you will see those starters before September 6th. Did he cut Matt Jones during the press conference? (laughs) He did not. He didn't get asked about Matt Jones during the press conference. (laughs) Matt Jones is probably Would you ask about Matt Jones at this point? No, Matt Jones' problem in Washington was ball security, and it came up again tonight. Fumbled the ball. Fumbled the ball. Had a couple drops last week. Uh, If there is a fourth running back spot right now, I guess it's between Smallwood and Josh Adams. Josh Adams and no Donnell Pumphrey. I mean, Although Pumphrey might get on the field against the Jets, maybe, but he's going to have to, I think, to make the team. Where to make another team? All right, well, Zach, that's uh, that's it here. We're going to wrap it up uh, from Cleveland. We should just say what's coming up this week. They return Sunday, and then uh, and then they'll be on the practice field Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. But the starters will, will be preparing for Atlanta during that time. That is correct, and we'll probably, hopefully, get a better idea of whether Carson Wentz is going to be playing in the season opener. Eagles won't announce it, I'm pretty sure. Um, I think that'll that'll come after the fourth preseason game, but hopefully we'll we'll be able to sniff something out. One important uh, change this year is that team, the Eagles, NFL teams do not have an early cutdown date. Yeah, yeah, that's been the way. That's been that was last year as well. Was it last year as well? Yeah. Oh, uh, but I'm, the Eagles. Still I'm, did, I'm losing my mind. No, but the Eagles still did cut some guys. You know, they cut some guys before that fourth. Game. Oh, did they? Okay, yeah. all right. Well, then I guess I'm not like like voluntarily. Crazy. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it here from Cleveland. Beautiful Cleveland. The mistake by the lake. That's Zach Brown. I'm Jeff McLean. Talk to you next Bird's Eye View podcast.